Yeah. I'd quit. I'd had enough couple of years of just going, I hate this, I hate that, I hate that, why am I doing this? And obviously when you're pushed to that point, you think, well, I have to do something I want to do. That journey is a separate event for yeah. you in the day. Yeah, it, it sounds it's a bit of a cliche, but it is more about the journey than it is, you know, the journey and the destination have the same gravitas. Yeah, if yeah. You want, you know. which if you're, you know, if you're not a petrol head, that's probably infuriating. I'm not saying I'm the greatest, but yeah. the reason why they work is because of who they are. And if somebody was to employ me because of who I am, mm. that would be really cool. If in terms of YouTube, the opportunities for content and, and things you can achieve is, is massive. You know, the barrier between yeah. who you are, what you, how you appear on, on camera. Mm -hmm. So be yourself um, and just give it a go. Welcome to the podcast I am to entertain, inform and inspire. Today's guests, yes, you heard me correctly, guests are the incredible charismatic YouTube duo Three Blind Mice. From a background in theatre and being brought up around cars, this venture was the only logical step for the two. Ben and Al started the channel from a desire to perform and mixed with that their love of cars, old and new. So if you want to find out how they started and learn what it's like to start a YouTube channel from scratch, I promise, this is the episode for you. Just a quick one. Thank you for clicking on the episode. I just wanted to ask if you haven't already, please click follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. It massively helps the podcast reach more people and grow. I want this to be a community that will help one another. So by clicking that button, you are helping the podcast reach new audiences and help impact other people. Welcome to the podcast, guys. How are we? Very well, thank you, mate. Yeah, How are good. you? Good. Yeah, very good, thank you. So a little question I'd like to start off with, and I know there's two of you, so you can answer where we go. Um, what ignited your passion for cars? Oh, starting off with a big question first. Yes. Yeah, big question. Um, I think for me, it's a bit of, bit of a classic answer to this. It's probably it's just a family thing, I think. My, my, dad, my dad used to uh, work in, work for Land Rover, and, you know, so for, well, for years and years and years when I was a kid, it was a different sort of car that Land Rover would lend him every, yeah. every week. And I don't know. I just, it was one of those things. It's, it's, it's just one of those yeah. things that's run part of who you are, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was taken to, to, to be born in a 964. <laughs> My mum was actually taken to Hustle in a 964. So I'll probably say that. Uh, but yeah, I think we were, again, massive, avid. Top Gear fans back in the day. The only thing on at dinner was Dave and repeats of <laughs> Top Gear, and then his sort of YouTube scene broke out uh, early days of that. Where I was very early subscribers of like all of that kind of content, and that was another place people could get it. Um, I wasn't actually into motorsport necessarily very early on. It was more like road cars. I never really went and watched F1. I never spent the time looking at it. Certainly not like Le Mans or anything like that. But that's yeah. spiraled from there. But yeah, early days. I'll put it back to the nine six four. <laughs> really? and so when was it that you guys first met and how did that how did that happen right well go, go. we met in 2012 at believe it or not stage school we both we both yeah. Went to, we, yeah i know a bit of a curveball we both went to theater school um this is where we give you our tap rendition yeah <laughs> go for it yeah. <laughs> don't sign us up for that yeah. sort of thing. um but yeah, that's where we met 10 years ago at, at Stage School. And uh, we both 
so that was secondary school if you like and then we both went to college together went our separate ways a little bit but always kept in contact mostly about cars that was probably a good there's probably a good two years where I couldn't tell you what he was up to, but I could tell yeah, you what yeah. he was looking at on Auto Trader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, if I had an unlimited budget. And I think obviously being at a stage school, it's not far-fetched to believe that we probably were the only two interested in cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, um, but it, it wasn't was massive but, chats. But so it was in London as well. So, you know, we we will we could um leave school and go up Park Lane and we we're quite lucky to be able to do that. So you yeah, know that yeah. that helped. Yeah, yeah, as well. Plenty of car spotting in the early days, but yeah, we yeah met at drum school ten years ago, and then we always thought it it stemmed, I guess, what we're doing now from the fact that we wanted to perform in some way or be in front of camera or present or whatever that came to be, and then we sort of just got in contact about six months ago, just before that, and I said, well, maybe even longer than that, a year, and it, I just said, well, why don't we just pick up a camera and have a go, see see what we film, and and yeah. here we are today. Yeah, and why was it you wanted to start something together? Was it just obviously the mutual sort of bond you guys had over theatre? It was like it was like minded. It we just we we had the same thoughts. I mean, I think it's like the original idea started off. We'd open up like some form of cafe that you could have, <laughs> caffeine and machine. We had basically. the idea, we had for the caffeine idea of caffeine and machine, machine many many years <laughs> when ago. we were about twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we always wanted to do something with cars. Um, we didn't know what that would be, and that genuinely went back ten years. We always said that if we could put something together, we would um and then i think just right time right place um yeah. i'd quit enough jobs that i didn't want to do i'd had enough couple of years of just going i hate this i hate that i hate that why am i doing this and obviously when you're pushed to that point you think well i have to do something i want to do um and i've also been fairly certain on the fact that i want to work for myself as well i like the idea of crafting your own journey because i think there's only so high you can go up if you work for someone as such so yeah it was a bit of take on our own initiative and we really like cars and filmmaking and that synergy and it's, i think it's so to say you guys have uh, having watched a few bit, bits and loved it you've got a very sort of um unique style and it's i think it's pretty much i know you, you do start with mr heritage and um star tomoto um dave is a great guy having having interviewed in the podcast yeah. um what was it like when you went to sort wanted to do this first video i mean for people that wanted to start their own youtube channel how would you look at it as going i want to start a first video what would you do it, we it on the day it was quite we we had not hyped it but we planned what we were going to do you know we we we'd planned the that we would eventually enter the hero novice trial with the with the elf we had the car so we knew what the content was on the day that again is i think that comes down to the individual working out what your first video is going to be so we had that in place but actually like turning off on the day we sort of got there and just went right right <laughs> and just press record and just the, saw um, what happened it the to give you some context the edits now take you know we, we can film one day and we can have the video out the next day if we want to but that first video it was weeks that first video was so long <laughs> but mainly because we we wanted to keep it we wanted to keep it under wrap, not under wraps not like we were launching anything but like uh, we wanted to not upload it until we knew, we knew that we, we were filmed going to be filming next and didn't know what we had next. So we thought, well, if we go and upload and then have a month between your next ones, it, we sort of held off. It sat scheduled on YouTube for about a month. Uh, but the first, the, the intro, there's like, I think we're both sat at a bench outside Blue Diamond at, at Vista Heritage. Mm. And that first shot where we're trying to just basically, the premise for that intro was who we are, what we want to do, and 
hello, welcome to whatever. And that looking back at it, that and was it lasted right twenty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> that first section, like, we probably put a minute in, and we had twenty five minutes of just chatting. Oh. But it, I, I now that that's done, that's the way you have to do it, and it may not yeah. sit explained that to someone that they'd have to sit and record all that stuff they wouldn't use that they, they go why but like you have to do that to find what it is you'll end up doing like we're so much more confident with it now because we did that first video that was a bit mishmash and all the stuff that we got back and went probably this is quite self-indulgent we're just talking crap now for mm, yeah 20 minutes but and you've got it, to do that and it was one of those things as well that once once the um you know, if you've got something to talk about and if you've got something you want to say or whatever, uh, and once once the train has left the station, so to speak, yeah. it's like, okay, cool, the ball's rolling now. Let's let's what's the next video? What's and you actually video? give yourselves some idea of the format you'll use. You know, once we finished editing it and put it out, we went, Oh, there you go, there's your first bit of style. So just repeat that until you bring it into the second one and go, Well, maybe don't put that in and that and then it just your style evolves. As you know, probably with you and your podcast, like from first to where you are now, you've probably gone. I like that bit in, I don't like that bit. Jump, you'll, you'll clean up the process to where it becomes efficient and easy. Yeah, I mean, with, with, even, with, even with this, I, I hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> so <laughs> trolling, trolling through hours of people speaking to me and me having to listen to myself and a conversation I've already had. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's nice to go back because you can, you can learn where you've maybe said something wrong, you've maybe did something you didn't like and you can re-record it on audio. But I mean, yeah, for yeah, you guys yeah. going back and recording the same thing in the same place is probably a bit different. You yeah, can't... yeah. Once the day and once you've recorded it, you've just got to come back with it. Mm. Yeah, um, and so that's... yeah, and sometimes it goes sometimes it goes wrong. Like we've got, I think we've got a couple of videos that were shot that we've not actually ever put out. Oh yeah, it, well we yeah we yeah uh, we basically had at the time a I've still got it. Actually, I say at the time, my car is like a beating up old Skoda and we thought we were, at this point we were struggling for content ideas so I said yeah. why don't we compare it to a really nice car and do a spoof so like you know like obviously like try argue that the Skoda be the better car kind of thing and we must have like just done three hours worth of filming both at the end of the three hours just went like a lot <laughs> <laughs> like just, just isn't working no so a little a little thing for those who haven't heard about Three Blind Mice Media, where does the name come from? Who are you guys and what are you trying to achieve? Okay, so the name, this is a good story. Well, I say it's a good story because it's got nothing. We didn't want to call it Ben and Al on classic cars because we thought you yeah, then you can then only do classic cars and you can I can't fire Al. I can't find any <laughs> <laughs> There's no one else I can bring into the fog. Um I early days of it, I I knew that I wanted to create some form of production company. And I went to lunch with my dad and his, his two mates and they were trying to organize a road trip to, to Spain with their cars. And the whole point of the lunch was meet up, go through it, discuss it. We'll know by the end exactly what we're, what we're doing. Uh, so I got there and I, I was driving. I drove my dad there and I thought obviously he's with his mates. So you can have a drink or whatever else. Uh, and I think like an hour and a bit, later an hour and 20 minutes later they kept asking each other the same question like okay right so this road trip and they'd all do the thing on the hand you know when you smack the table and sort of level <laughs> yeah right so this road trip however many drinks down as well three bloody marys each <laughs> and whatever else and like an hour and 20 minutes then one of them just went right so this road trip and i just went <laughs> you are literally like three blind mice like none of you know where you're going and i thought it's kind of there's something in it there's like you know i was thought the mice from shrek as well they're like a good little trio so i asked my cousin to do 
I think the logo also sold it to us. I, I gave yeah. the name to my cousin, who's um, a really cool graphic designer. And I said to her, can you just put something together and see uh, see where it comes? And she gave the logo that we've used is the first iteration of the logo. Like it was straight yeah. out of the box. She gave it to us and I went, that's fantastic. I love how that looks. And, um, if, and if you look really closely, one of the mice has actually got his dad's initials the, on it. The, the yeah. one on the left has got a little PM on it, which obviously referred to my dad. So I... We went with it on the basis of it was a bit catchy. I saw the logo. I liked the logo and it sort of came out of that. People keep asking us who's the third. And I keep going, <laughs> didn't really think about that at the time. Um, I mean, yeah, you can. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Hold auditions. No, you can hold auditions. You can hold auditions. But, but in a couple of years, we can um, have like a big. Yeah. And what, and what sold it to me was the was the phone call I got. He, he basically said, <laughs> right, I've got a camera. I've got yeah. a logo. We're doing this. We're we'll going to film with some cars. And I was like, okay, fair enough. And I, I always say, just to round that off, I always say it's like, um, it's like trying to come up with a band name. I always say that it's like it, you could either sit there and think of the coolest band name for like a month, or just whatever seems to happen. And that you know, like that, that lunch yeah. just made sense. Why not just call it that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's very simple. Very simple. For this ignition, just came out of. You actually wanted to start something, and you you, you turn ignition in a key, and that's that's it. It's yeah, as yeah, and it worked. That. And it worked. So I mean, there's yeah, yeah. I mean, with three blind mice, I'm watching it. I always thought the third blind mice was the person watching. So that's ah, uh, I like that. Yeah. So that's that's for you. You can take that. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> well, we intended all these all these. Times. That was it. <laughs> but yeah, so how was it like? For, so the people supporting it, I'm guessing you guys have families. If you don't, I'm sorry, ask the question. But what is it like for them to support you and to do they, do they know what's going on basically? Yeah, no, they've been they've been massively helpful in the process. And like, into I probably wouldn't have started it should I have not had loads of people go. Well, why don't you do this? Particularly up at the heritage centre. Like we, I I live five minutes away from this heritage, so I'd been up there years before I even started doing any of this, and I. We'd known loads of people that there work there and different companies and they all sort of helped in the process of oh well there's a little gap for that or there's a gap for this yeah. or well, why don't you try this why don't you try that and then my dad's saying well why don't you repurpose your skills of like drama training and it all was a load of people suggesting little ideas that eventually led to us actually beginning now it now it seems like oh yeah well, this is what we do like it seems like a, a normal thing but if I actually look at the whole lead up to it how sort of confused I was with what I wanted to do with my life and how I got there and how it would be established so it's I guess that's it's positive news for anyone who starts a journey it doesn't actually seem like you know what you're doing for a lot of the time until it all of, all of a sudden makes sense mm-hmm. uh, but yeah no they my my end have been brilliant and so have yours I mean yeah. I'm, unluck- well, I'm lucky for you it's like Alice has lived with me now for the last four or five months because we're five minutes away from the heritage center and for the first certainly the first three four months all of our content was based out of there so we yeah. sort of had no chance to go home yeah well uh, yeah i um so i live in the midlands i live in lincolnshire so i'm okay. i'm i'm a good two hours away from here in the car which isn't that bad you know i've, I've been home a few times <laughs> but but it's it's pretty barren and there's not a lot going on in terms of opportunity for in this space, if you if you want to call it that, I suppose. Yeah. But well, um, this heritage is an out, it's an outlier, yeah, isn't it? It's literally yeah. like a campus based for it. Yeah, and I think it was it was one of those things again. I'd done all this drama training and I'd done a little bit of film school training as well, which isn't overly necessary, by the way. <laughs> um 
uh, and it was one of those things where we just needed to, I just had to put it to use. And like I say, ben, and Ben's family has been amazing and we, I'm basically live here now. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, and for that, I'm never grateful for them, to be honest. Which again, that support thing, like it, they've, they've allowed us to sort of give us the space to do this. We've had the office to edit and the ability to just go to and from and whatever else. So it's, it is a mixture of loads of people helping you out to get you started, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. I mean, how, what was it like for you to, to, to leave home and to go all that way to just to start a YouTube channel, basically? How's that, how's that been for you personally? Well, not not as difficult as it you just made it sound. Like. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some drama out of this. That's what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think it's one of those things where um, I think well, I did from a young age we wanted to be actors, really, which mm. is a massive gamble in itself. Mm. That is based on l- luck, looks, and talent, really, in kind of that order, annoyingly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think it for for one of those. And it, again, I wasn't. I was working a little job here, a little job here, a little job there, every now and again. And it was one of those things where it's like, right, if we're going to do this, let's just do it. And it, again, it kind of brings it back to that thing where it's like push the boat out and just kind of see where it leads. And it's just we've 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 done some mega things, obviously, you know. And as you as we've been filming and uh, yeah, if we'd been and, told six months ago that that would be the case, and and school was away from home anyway, so I'm not. I wasn't too. It wasn't too difficult for me to not be at home. Yeah. No, I like I love my family and they're, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> Same, <right? laughs> But um, again, it, it was one of those things where you just thought, yeah, let's do it. And here we are, I guess. Brilliant. Yeah. And so what with the content you're doing now, is there anything you'd love to do or you'd have some ideas for the future? If you know anyone with an F40. <laughs> I do, actually. You're kidding. Huzzah. Huzzah. Again, insurance. Things we'd like to do. So many, like, it. it's... If we had been told the opportunities that we've got coming up six months ago, we wouldn't believe it. And I like to apply that theory to the future yep. in terms of the opportunities you just don't know exist that will will pop up. Um, long term, you have no idea where you want it to expand to. I'd love to, in the dream world, have your own Netflix show, and you know, like it could be it could be anything. I think we would have been doing this kind of stuff anyway in terms of attending car events and yeah. lusting after cars and wanting to drive them anyway so the fact that this channel and this opportunity has actually given us the ability to drive some of these cars that you never think you'd drive is is amazing in itself also the people that we've met like mm. i have a model car in my room that is david brabham's dbr9 that he raced and we had a meeting with him like two months ago like across the table and i was like i've had a model car in my room for 10 plus years with your name on the side of it. And I'm now having a coffee with you discussing about how we could work. And it's well, that kind of stuff is pinch yourself. really. Yeah. And we're learning so much again. That's, that's that again, that's what we're stupidly lucky to be able to do. Um, and what we're trying to show off the fact that these, that these cars are special and they need to be learned. You know, you need to learn how to use them, how to drive them and, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, the older scene. And not, not that we wouldn't want to, you know, if someone says, do you want to be lent the latest, greatest Ferrari? You'd say yes. But there is, we saw a space for the older stuff yeah. just because it's it's less known about. It's also way more detailed in terms of there could be 50 of these or 25 of these. And this model had this and that. that I don't think that's as common anymore. And I, that everyone likes 
their own individuality. And I think these cars give people that um, as well as as well as personality. Like it won't start this time or that doesn't work this yeah, time. You know, yeah. our, the, the elf that we use at the moment is in the garage having a new radiator fitted because it just it, it needs one. It gets overheating and it's little bits like that. that you think, oh, that is annoying. But at the same time, it's like it'll come back and we'll love it more for it because we can drive it a bit more now and all those little things. They are it's way more personal. So is it is it the character with the classic cars? Because I mean, I, I I bang on about all cars having a relationship with their owners and stuff, like almost like it's a yeah, symbiotic yeah. thing. But so is it is it is it that these cars have their own personalities? Is it that they, I don't know, create a sense of you, you say joy and euphoria when you drive them? Is that why classic cars you prefer over the newest stuff? Probably. I mean, I I never. I, I don't know whether this is an indication or a subconscious indication, but I never ever. If it has one, that is, it may not have one, but I never put the radio on. And I don't like every time I get in, like it's an old mini or the elf or something a bit older. I just think there's no need because you're completely involved with like listening to it and like listening to the revs and like the way that it winds and little things like that. And I think because you are just in there, the journey A to B is a process. You go, that's like a separate part of your day, your little drive. There. Whereas I think I know I've got a, a modern car to get you if you need to go longer. You think about everything else that you're doing in your day. The car just gets you there. Whereas older cars mm. allow you to that journey is a separate event for yeah. you in the day. Yeah. It, it sounds it's a bit of a cliche, but it is more about the journey than it is, you know, the journey and the destination have the same gravitas. Yeah. If yeah. You want, you know. Which if you're, you know, if you're not a petrol head, that's probably infuriating. <laughs> like anyone, you know, someone who's a, like a stockbroker probably doesn't want to do a daily drive in the Riley Elf because he just thinks this is slow, loud, annoying. I can't be on the phone. I get that. But if you are a petrol head, <laughs> that stuff is something we like to savor. And it's, I mean, it's something that most people that I, I mean, I, I tell this podcast is here to inspire those who want to do something with cars and help mm. help that go on. So is it just as simple as starting a YouTube channel or is there things you need to think about? Uh, it depends what you want to do. I mean, mm. we, we did a YouTube channel and Instagram and presenting because fundamentally that's what we, we, we were and trained to do. Yeah. You know, we, I did want to be an actor for a long time, whether that meant like TV or film or I, that's, I got my my buzz off life as I'm sure you did like from from the performing element that giving back to people making people smile when you did it and that's probably why I've taken or we've taken the direction that we did because we I get that buzz and I also get to mess around with cars it's like the, yeah. the perfect too. if you want to work within within cars but you don't want to get your face out there like Instagram pages where you don't have to be on your face you know like you, you can just post photos or be a photographer within it or want to be an engineer it's, it depends what angle you want to come at it from mm. i always like the idea of being in front of camera yeah Same. yeah and I, yeah. <laughs> and I do think um i do think nowadays because there are very well established photographers youtubers you know videographers whatever um obviously there is a massive element of having to try to be a bit different try and do something different have a bit have a spin on it um which i think we you know I, i'm i'm quite confident in saying that I think we do into mm -hmm. some level um but yeah it, it, and again it and it depends how you how you want to run it I mean behind the scenes behind the scenes there's a lot more going on with networking which we are growing to love we yeah. absolutely love new people and and seeing who's got what where we can go and what events we can do and you know, when you realize the videos don't just happen like it's all the conversations you have and all the events you go to that you bump into someone and goes oh do you want to do this and do that and that part's actually if you're if you're business inclined like that's actually really addictive because yeah. it's like a game 
oh, where can you get? What can you do? What, what comes out of this? How can we mutually benefit each other? And that's the videos are sort of the end result. But the 90% behind it is the day's filming, the editing, the scheduling, the, the meetings, the organisation and stuff like that. So, And then ultimately, which we still do, work in a pub in the evenings. Yeah. Until it turns over, turns over some profit. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's something that I'd like to speak with you more, guys, about is, is the stuff that goes behind the scenes. So when you are networking and you are sort of you're trying to come up with these video ideas, when you're speaking to these people, what is the most important thing to come across as? Or when you're networking, how do you guys pitch yourselves in a way? I think what you can do for someone, uh, if you, I don't think we've got anything, not that we've ever tried, but I don't think you'll get anything out of what can you do for me kind of thing it, it just doesn't work especially with the early videos and starting to get these opportunities people have got busy lives and we, we film these videos but we're actually filming with businesses and individuals that have got other priorities it's not youtube it's not these videos it's for them it could be seen as maybe marketing collateral or whatever that is so it's for them you you need to offer them something that they go yeah i, I quite like the idea of that as opposed to do you mind like they're just going to go well what, what what's the point so you've got to go forward thinking what can I give them mm. and then if you can give them something how we could also benefit you know we get a video out of it we get content we get uh, we've got stuff to say we get their contacts whatever it is so I'd lead with what can you do for someone else before thinking of just thinking of yourself preferably. yeah and ultimately um we all we all sort of get how the how I hate I hate the words so much, but we all get how the influencer game works. You know, the more followers, the more subscribers you have, yeah. the more inclined some companies might be to being like, yeah, they they can get me mass coverage, which at the minute we can't we can't offer. Um, we've got just under five hundred subscribers, which is really cool. More like, than, that's yeah, very cool. Four hundred and something more than we had six months ago, which is but, amazing. But yeah. we can't offer mass coverage. So again, it is just being. It's, I know, and again, it sounds like a cliche, but it's just being yourself and offering what you've got. And that's what we've got is, is proof. The proof is in the videos of what we're all about. And um, some people just go, yeah, I'll give them a shot. And again, it's those people that... Trust that people like it. Like, yeah. trust your own your own ability and trust that your product that you've got is, is worth people's time. Yeah. And speaking of products and stuff, when it comes to sort of sponsoring, are you guys looking to start your own merch or are you looking to... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think so on the basis of I, I like. You want yeah. some stickers? I want you want some stickers. <laughs> I like the, um, I like the artwork for the design. I think you know we have fallen by complete accident, fallen into this sort of blind mice brand. It is Ben and Alice at the end of the day, but like it, the the logo, the way that we've done the car up, the way that. We, it may influence how we do the videos whether you mention it or I think there's something maybe that can be created of that I love I lo as I said I love the logo and I'd love to be able to say to my cousin like look do you want to expand that do some cool designs with the blind mice yeah. do you do car related drawings designs t-shirts whatever like it's it's completely up to uh, to people whether they like that or not but yeah I'd like to expand it to that level just because I think it's a cool it could be a cool sort of branding that you could make out of it i don't know whether people want it or not i mean we've got we've got them we bought uh some custom hoodies just with some logos on the back just to add you wear the t-shirt around every day yeah as, as your daily, as your daily <laughs> they make great dos yeah my daily driver they make great, great dosing t-shirts unfortunately at the minute we need to get some nice ones but <laughs> um but yeah i mean and and again it's not 
it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't uh scream high quality brand i guess if somebody says three blind mice media they just they probably laugh they probably don't uh, they probably don't go oh that sounds like gotta be quirky you well exactly be, yeah. but that's what that's that's what we like about it um you know, it makes you go what um we're hoping that one day you can sell a car saying x three blind mice <laughs> at tom hartley's and it's worth about three million quid more but yeah so is, is it that is it that sort of brand route that you want to go down i mean what would you see the three blind mice media brand if it if it will be one what would that be it, it i think it depends on i think it depends the direction that our so-called careers Take. take it will always be I'd, I'd love to retain that platform for as long as we can and i think we did call it that on the basis of it can expand yeah like wh- whatever content that that may expand to be you know i know we're we're, we're very much car based and we love cars and classic cars and stuff like that but like there's loads of other experiences like we said the other day that we wanted to have a go what drove past us on the road is like one of those giant six-wheeler dump trucks and i was a bit like that's yeah. content. I would <laughs> love to have a go in one of those, or like a steam train yeah. or a biplane. Uh, like, how cool uh, yeah, would that be? and Bista Heritage, obviously, they have Bista Aerodrome as well, and, and they've got a few Tiger Moths and bits and bobs of that, and that'd be great to have a passenger lap yeah, in yeah. one of those. And if, <laughs> if, 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 you know, if it can represent, like, if hopefully, well, you'd like to believe that people find this entertaining, like the internet, if that can expand to whatever we end up doing, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. And, and we can create content that, because, you know, it's, it, it's it can be seen as maybe self-indulgent in one way but at the same time i think if the videos can bring some form of like happiness or entertainment or for 15 minutes you can just shut off and have a laugh and enjoy yourself or in you know learn something from the videos i think that's such a nice thing to give to someone and i'd like to believe that we can and mm. you've got to back yourself in that sense so and i think i think we i think we're i think we both agree i speak for both of us when we say we didn't set out to be we just set out to make videos and be ourselves and have these op- opportunities if you, if you yeah. will um, no, i wanted an empire <laughs> <laughs> logan roy over here yeah, yeah. wants media empire but we um we didn't we don't necessarily want to be youtubers we love it and it's an g- amazing platform and if you want to make films where else do you upload it's an to, incredible you know, platform to just upload yeah. and and it 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 at the minute it's a bit like a portfolio if you will if if hell if the youtube channel does really really well there fantastic you go. yeah but at the same time if we were offered something that would take our careers to another level then we we'd have to pursue that obviously because that's you know that's what we want to do at the end of the day so yeah we'll we'll see where the bland bland brand the bland <laughs> brand goes uh, but yeah, yeah no it's it's Cars- yeah, it's, it's brilliant to hear you guys back yourself straight out of the gate. I mean, it's like starting anything. You you aren't too sure at first, or you you get maybe you get a bit of hesitancy. But it's it's nice to see that you guys aren't just going. Well, we're not too sure about that. We're not too sure about this, but we're giving it we're giving it our best go anyway. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's great. And I've asked this question to to Mike Fernie, who was on the podcast a, a, months ago. But in terms of the YouTuber space, who do you guys look up to, and who do you guys sort of um, maybe watch yourselves if you if you do watch YouTube? Ready? Three, two, one. Seen through glass. glass. Nice. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I think yeah, he is, he is our. Uh, he's turned out to be like obviously I, I watch loads of them. And I think they're all anyone who puts out content to that level uh, and has a follower base is like, have <laughs> to admire. That actually sounded really like groupy yeah. no, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I think we we take a lot from just I like Sam's honesty. I think there's there's 
away the fact that he doesn't always say he likes the car or he doesn't always like this. And I like that, that you should be like that. Because if it, that, that if you don't, at that point, it's just a marketing exercise and you're just saying what someone else wants you to say. And I True. don't think that's, it's not genuine. And I like the fact that he actually does go back on things so I don't like that or corrects himself. Should he drive something or experience something that he suddenly goes, oh, this is quite good, he'll say it. And I I appreciate that honesty and yeah. also cinematography. Yeah, and... I think, yeah, uh, just to butt in quick, the, the level of cinematography, I think, is, I said it the other day, didn't I? I think it's just enough for YouTube. Do you know what I mean? I think you watch Seen Through Glass and you think, wow, like amazing cinematography and it's just, it looks fabulous. But, you, and, but you're still in that YouTube space yes, and I mean, like that a, I mean that as a personal. compliment so I mean that as a compliment they they still feel very yeah feel very personal yeah yeah um which which we like uh but obviously we do follow loads of other people and we we think that's great I love Harry's garage at the moment yeah, right? I think yeah. he's got great content I just it's one of those people that Chris Harris always listens to whatever whatever he says about car we believe whether it's, whether it's right yeah. or wrong like, yeah, I, yeah, think, I think <laughs> I think as much as we love these YouTubers if there is one man that could make us want a McLaren Artura it's Chris it's Harris, Harris. <laughs> um, you know but yeah um, I'd say that um, seeing through glass has sort of been our inspiration in terms of how the content that we create as well as trying to do our own thing yeah but like there's, there's lots of elements from him that I go I really like that and I'd like to incorporate versions of it no it's like everything that you watch you watch the people that are doing well and that are successful at certain things and you're not you're not copying them per se but you're using them as inspiration yeah, 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 is that any sort of creative media? I mean, there are people that I watch and listen to in the podcasting space that I'm constantly copying. If you look at my logo, it's an amalgamation of um, the Diary of a CEO and her performance podcast. Those two podcasts, yeah. it looks exactly the same if you put them next to each other and put mine yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a baby of the two. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was I going with this? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What are you revealing? <laughs> what was I? No, 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 no. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, I guess again, another question is: Is there any cars that you'd like to have on the channel? Or I mean, I, I you did an amazing video with an E-Type recently. Is is did you like doing more of that stuff? And you said the F F fourteen stuff. Yeah, well, I what's, mean, what's your top? What's your top? If we were, right, so go from this point on oh from a year. God. What's the, in the in the next year? I know we're halfway through, or just over half. In the next year, what are the three that you want to drive? I know my. I know two of mine. No, I know. Well, if you're struggling, mine's two. I know these are. I bear with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How far are we going? Love it, you know. No, um, I'm going to say unlimited budget because you've got to think like that. But a 250 California, just for it, is my favorite vintage Ferrari. A DB5, just because I want that feeling. I just want to know what, you know, it's an icon car for me, and I'm a massive Bond fan and whatever else. And then my third, what's my third old car that really does get me going? It's got to be some form of Porsche, doesn't it? Yeah. What's an old Porsche that I desperately want to drive? Maybe the 27 RS? 27RS is probably as good as you're going to get, isn't it? Around that sort of age. Mm. How about 917 well, or something like that? Oh, well, yeah, well, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can take it there. Uh, uh, we'll die, but we can take it there. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I, um, I'll, 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 if you're thinking, I'll, I'll go in. I'll go yeah, in. go for it, yeah. See, I... I um, I'm a, I love rally cars. Like rally cars, really set my heart alight. I love like I love the F40 because I love turbo lag as well. I boost noises, flutters, all that rest of it. So I think F40's got to be F40's right? got to be up there. If we go in that high level, that's my favourite car. So it's just got to be up there. Um, something like an Audi Quattro, just because we we were. Can we disclose that information? 
we haven't signed an NDA, but they were filming an Audi. <laughs> they were filming an Audi. An we Audi basically Quattro. bumped into uh, a shoot. We won't reveal who, but they were. They basically had every single generation of Audi Quattro, including the race car, and they were all there just in front of us. Complete coincidence. And I didn't actually like it. No. I, I had no interest in. And um, this this dude floored it out the back straight at this heritage. It just went, and it they just went. Oh, yes, and yeah. that was, you know, so one of those probably. Let's say I'm going F40. Audi Quattro. I'm going really in on the 80s here, aren't I? Mm. Um, and some form of just proper race car because I'm I'm I am a big motorsport diehard diehard yeah. fan. Like I, um, so something it sounds like, it sounds a bit like a fetish, but like something <laughs> some, something that I have to wear a helmet and a race suit and be harnessed into a car. Yeah, yeah. Something that, you know, you have to get that full race experience, I think. I know we've gone pretty high there. We've we gone go for the ones that you'd imagine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's those cars that I guess the, the ones that you pick are the ones that you never believed you could ever, you'd ever get to yeah. drive, really. So you've got to choose those ones in the end. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, who, who, who knew... Who knew we drive anything? We drive an E Type or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or an MGPB or anything like that. So, again, I think we we can dream a little bit. Mm. I suppose. I have some great news. I'm incredibly excited to announce this podcast has its first sponsor, Automobilist. Now. Automobilist are all about creative thinking and solution finding ideas, ideas that I like to champion myself. Now on top of this, they are some of the industry's most knowledgeable automotive and motorsport minds. They create a high quality product that looks great in garages, offices and rooms of all types. They are giving one lucky listener of this podcast a chance to win a copy of their limited edition Formula 1 80s decade posters. Now, I know what you're thinking, but I've not been told what to say. I generally love the posters, they look superb, plus they are so collectible. Still, if you're like me and obsessed with the McLaren, this is extra exciting because the poster is of the McLaren MP4-4 car. The McLaren MP4-4 is statistically the most successful Formula 1 car ever having triumphed in 15 out of 16 Grand Prix held in 1988. It's a proud and unbelievable moment for me and the podcast. I wish I could be in the chance to win with the poster myself. Now, listen carefully because these are super easy steps that will guarantee you the chance to be entered. To enter, follow us at We Are Ignition. That's We, the letter R, Ignition. And Automobilist at I Am Automobilist on Instagram and comment the word win on our post to be in the chance. Again, a huge thank you to Lucy and everyone at Automobilist for helping set this up and sponsoring the podcast. The giveaway starts Friday, August the 5th and ends 11.59pm on August the 31st. The winner will be announced Monday, September 5th. This giveaway is not sponsored or endorsed by Instagram or Spotify and has nothing to do with the platforms. All rules and regulations will be on the website and further information is in the show notes below. Good luck. And now, back to the episode. I think it's definitely a good to dream. If you if you don't dream, you don't set yourself any any sort of ambition, and you you'll stay in the same place. Yeah, but in, yeah, in terms yeah. of those ambitions, is there anyone you like to work with in in that space? Uh, yeah, I would love to work with probably Chris Harris is number one, just because I think I would just want to learn from him. And I know you know for us, we're not journalists yeah. and we're not racing drivers. So there's there's two elements there. We, we can only give a a viewpoint so far from our point of view which is I guess what people like but I can't tell you 
detailed driving feedback because it's probably mm. not going to be right in yeah, the same yeah. way. So, and also because we haven't driven enough uh, enough, uh, enough to know that. Yet. So, I yeah. would say Chris Harris just on the basis of how much he knows and his the way that he can verbally just spit out such well constructed sentences about a car that make you understand it yeah. from camera perspective you're not in the car but you 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 get a detailed feel for the car just through how he puts it across so i'd love to just learn from him and just know yeah. how he puts it across he's so comfortable on camera he's, he's comfortable when he's literally sending it sideways at 19 just think give me that skill how do you yeah. do that <laughs> yeah and uh, and i think um yeah a collaboration would be great with with maybe another youtuber or, or a different company or something we'd love to be I don't know, we, we, we work with some amazing people at the minute, but it, and, it, and it'd be great to, you know, maybe be on the ground at Goodwood or things like that. And just, yeah, I don't know, think little bits and Meet some racing drivers, meet some heroes. Aye, meet some heroes. Brilliant, yeah. And I know you guys are too talking about sort of, um, not world domination, <laughs> as you were, as you were <laughs> earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah no, world domination, <laughs> on, on track for that. Um, but where do you see you guys in the future? I know we not taking away from the YouTube side of things, if we, if we go a bit more sort of away from YouTube, where would you guys want to be in, in 10 years time? Um, I, I think if you look at how maybe like the top gear trio have expanded now, I love the fact that they were so well known for cars and they've always done that well, but you've now got Clarkson's farm. You've got James May doing our man in Italy. You've got Richard Hammond. Hammond doing the smallest car. Like they've spread out, to things that they want to tackle yeah. uh, that are, you know, that aren't cars that because of their, the way that they've been accepted within society and how, how well we know them and the, we love them for personalities, not just the cars anymore. I don't know when the crossover point came, but we were watching Top Gear for those three, not the cars. Yeah. I, I wasn't around when the first couple of seasons, well, I probably was, but too young to remember when the first seasons aired, you were watching it for the car show and then that swapped over to loving them as personalities. So, in 10 years, like I'd like to believe that I could, I could pick another subject other than cars that I could do something with or present with or, mm. or find something that I'm, I'm into and, and delve into that. And, well, you know, that's, that's dream world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, I mean, you know, the passions that we've both got, but and, and like if, music for you, maybe like yeah. imagine doing a tour, like for yeah, all and, the greatest bands you want to talk to. And yeah, exactly. And um, I think what worked really beautifully about Top Gear, it's a bit like Game of Thrones. Nobody knew who these people were until they were given the opportunity to be in the show or like on the TVs. And so if we were to be in 10 years time, if we were to be given a shot, if somebody and, you know, if somebody just said, yeah, you know what, let's let's give them a chance. And I like to believe that hopefully at some point in our lives, someone will do that and it will be a... Um, I guess there's only so far deal. we can go with in terms of YouTube, we're going off our own budget or yeah. we're going off what people can lend us whereas if you're backed by a you know a bbc and netflix or whoever the opportunities for content and and things you can achieve is is massive um, also it'd been quite nice to have someone follow us with a camera <laughs> yeah we do we do even find it at the minute we're just sort of we have to either one of us has to it's either tripod it or either one of us has to be holding it but it would be nice to be then we had a couple of we did have a couple of videos a couple of weeks ago where my friend was down for the uh, week yeah, and he held yeah. the camera. Yeah. Um, and, and that was quite nice because you could both be on screen together and play off each other. And that's, 
I think if we look at video one and eventually when we get to video 100, how much that will evolve. We literally, as of today, ordered some new microphones so we can actually have microphones on us. Nice. Um, and a gimbal, which actually sta- will stabilize our content. So we're, we're looking forward to like that level of, we always had, people have probably noticed it and commented as well, but with the microphone, we have the shotgun mic. So it only picks up where you point your camera. So should I go, oh, look at that there. And the camera goes, you then can't hear either one who said, who said it. So that's been a bit of a, an annoyance. But yeah, things like that. Essentially, camera crew. Where are we? Yeah, we want a camera crew. <laughs> we want a camera crew. And so, I mean, what, what are those passions? You know, how you mentioned music, but what were those things you want to pursue, babe? Um, well, uh, again, I don't, again, I think Ben, like Ben said, it's just like if, if there was an opportunity to, if it, it, the idea is obviously it's very, it sounds weird when you say it because nobody, un, nobody, nobody really thinks about it until you, until you say it. The reason why they work is because of who they are. And if somebody was to employ me because of who I am, mm. that would, it's quite a weird thing to be employed for, but yeah. some people do it and they're really cool. I'm not saying I'm the greatest. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see where I'm coming from. When you say it like that, that's, going to be a fundamental part of our careers if if that if we ever are to have a career um mm. but yeah another one of my passions is uh is music i'm i'm a very good guitarist you wanted to say that but then you realized you couldn't no, but you are very good he's a very I good guitarist I play, I play guitar yeah. that's very, um, very humble of you food i love food i love he's cooking. a great cook i love cooking it's one of those things of like i would love to like go do like I'd, before, much before we'd started this, I thought about going doing a six-month Thai cooking course in Thailand. So I just thought, I love that. And I'd love to, like, if I could go document that process, yeah. like, get better, go in all the kitchens and all the techniques you learn and all that kind of stuff, I guess it's it's sharing it, isn't it? Like, it's, if, if I was at a party and I told the story of how I did this or how we did that, having the camera on it and creating content out of it, it's, it's just sharing good experiences, which if you're not arrogant about it and you just remain humble throughout, it's, it's a nice thing to watch through, through whoever does it, whoever's eyes that may be. Yeah. And um, what did you guys, I mean, it, you might be, it just might be nature versus nurture, but this sort of, you guys have this humility and this sort of um, very sort of um, gracious attitude towards life. And where, where does this come from? Um, I, I, I'd say I can't speak for your end, but I'd say my end is parenting. I've just been told don't, don't take it for granted. And, super lucky that we can that we can do this at all you know that we have access to the camera and how we've been able to section off time to do it and that's been so helpful like the hero trial we were helped a bit with that and I think that it, it is parenting which I maybe one day I'll know what that what that's like to put across but it's it that's your most informative years where you end up being also the people you surround yourselves like your friends and stuff like that it, it is all a, a case of that process before and a lot of that you can't be accountable for you know now we're adults we we can make our own choices but when you're under 10 or when you're a teenager and your informative years are sort of guided by someone else that's the bit where it can derail and you I'm so thankful that I've had people sort of make sure you remain humble with it and gracious and say thank you for everything and and that's that's just the thing yeah you just sort of you just sort of think um we are we we are really lucky to be able to do this, and me personally, I'm very lucky to have been helped out, you know, by as we've said earlier, by Ben and his family, and because where I live, there isn't there isn't that opportunity there. So, 
There is an Audi Quattro just passing down the back. No, that, that doesn't <laughs> mostly tractors, if we're yeah. honest. Um, which are great fun to drive, by the way. Maybe we'll do something on those one day. But anyway. thinking of farm content soon. Farm content. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's just you. You you just have to look. At, you just have to take a minute and just look at your situation. You just think, right, this is what we're doing today. This is what we're doing at the weekend. We're filming it here. I'm going to work in the pub in the evening. I'm making a little bit of money on the side to keep this going. I've got a very, I've got a, you know, I'm lucky to be here and lucky to be doing what it is. So it's just all good at the minute. And there's, there's nothing you can, you know, nothing bad you can say about that really. Which I think online popularity is a, a thing that that could lean, it, it, it can go the wrong way. Because if yeah. you've got like, I know we don't, but like imagine if you have a million followers telling you how brilliant you are and whatever that is, you just sit there. That is, it's, I think it's important from the get-go to remain level-headed no matter how many we get some lovely comments like on the videos that say really really nice things and you just like take them in enjoy them i've always sound i've always thought about the process of how to take a compliment yeah i never want to be that person that when you're told to go oh no i don't believe you but then i also don't want to go yeah obviously <laughs> it, it, it's that that bit in between where take it on appreciate it thank them but let it be a compliment and not get your head and believe that that is just it's a it's a constant it's it's you should always be keeping keeping tabs on that i think especially as it grows because you know it is great we're very lucky that it is growing but i never want to suddenly just go oh yeah we deserve to be doing what we're doing yeah it's very self-aware for guys how old are you uh 23 22 yeah i mean so my, my age so it's like very self-aware you don't see it very lot <laughs> to if at all uh, well, yeah, no, I, I guess that's again that's probably the probably helps you see it you see something somewhere that you don't think is on and you just go yeah that's not that's not you know i didn't want to don't want to be like that to be honest so no yeah yeah and you guys you guys might have just answered this i know we come towards the end of the podcast but there are a few questions i like to ask just as a basic car guy car people questions um and those are your three car garage you can have any car. Oh, you, can... you want to play this that game? game. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is very, it's very topical for people our age. You go, you go. What, what three cars? Oh, has anyone, actually ever, has anyone ever told you that you? And this is totally off topic. Has anyone ever told you, you look a little bit like Charles Leclerc? No, that's a first. You see it? No. no. But I, <laughs> I will take the compliment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, face structure maybe. I thought, I thought yeah, interesting. That. That's a big jump from three car garage, but I know. I just, I, I had to get it in there. Yeah, at some point. Okay, do you want to do one by one? So I go first car, first car, first car, second car, third car, third car. Okay, go on then. Okay, first car guaranteed will be going. I've always, I said this to him plenty of times. Should the Euro Millions come in tomorrow, nine nine two Turbo S straight away. That it is just the most all-round brilliant fantastic car ever and it's you just know haven't driven one but you just know that it does absolutely everything mm-hmm. perfectly and i'd have that as just your sports car that you could literally daily drive it would it would serve many purposes um i would have my first card is a 355 ferrari 355 and purely because and he knows this so i'm obsessed with him he, he um uh, when I was about, it was one of these classic stories again. When I was about six, my dad bought one home for a little bit of time, just because he nothing to boast of it. But he he was it was one of the clients at Land Rover or something yeah. like that. But anyway, we didn't own the car basically. Um, but he bought it home for a little bit of a weekend. It was a manual Berlinetta cool. in red, cream interior, as classic as it can get. 
And what, what does that do to a six-year-old lad who loves cars? There you go. So it lives a pretty big imprint. So yeah, three five five would be in my dream okay. three car garage. No, I've just now I've got to think of something with less bills and a bit more practical. Well, well I've just realised this. You have to bear in mind that we are promoting ourselves. As we love classic cars, so don't go three modern. <laughs> I just realised I just went right three cars. I really need. I think a three five five. Three five five is good. Man. I go for my second. Is I've got to think like you can <laughs> never. You can, yeah, no. you can, and you can then a G change. wagon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can never change this garage. I've got to bear in mind that this is my three car garage till I die. No longer new, allowed new cars. Yes. So I need that, something yeah. that is practical and brilliant. So it has to be again. Yeah, super I, obvious choice. Everyone's going to say. What I think you get Range Rover. Yeah. I've yeah. got to have a, My dad's had a couple, and they're just fantastic. Like they're just brilliant. And you actually look at it, and you just think it does the lot and it's practical i have a dog so you need a boot things like that i would not put my dog with my 911 so i'd have to have a range rover second choice oh, it's just so difficult but it's, it's like it's, it isn't it isn't if you take like the emotional aspect out of it and just think i need three cars to do everything i'll ever want from being a car guy to complete practicality okay and actually no i'd way. have a 911 targa gts okay that would be That's a good shout and now, yeah, and then my weekend toy to give me the buzz would be a two fifty California. From and do you know what, it wouldn't be an original either. It would be um, GTO engineering. It would be a GTO engineering one because yeah. then I just would feel no guilt whatsoever for putting as many miles on it. I wouldn't buy an original just knowing you're driving around in fifteen million quid. And if you bin it, that's it. I'd have a GTO engineering two fifty California in any spec that I wished. Don't know what I'd do with that, but yeah, that's my three. And then I would have. I've got. To, I'm going. I'm going big, but I'm going practical because, again, Land Rover courses through my veins because of family history with it. But um, so it would either be get ready for this. Is it the truth? It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would. It would either be an old Discovery Three, but in G4 Challenge colours, okay. the orange, or it would be that new. V8 works 110 defender trophy. That would be my that's a good vibe. I think that's that's kind of that's kind of my vibe. Um, yeah, 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 it's a good three. I'd be happy with this. The thing is, you got to think you could you could play that game forever. But if someone like, for example, imagine it was like a random card deal and you flipped over those three, you'd go, I've won the game. Uh, but I'd be very happy yeah. with those three. Mm-hmm. Life, so, good question. I've never been asked that by someone on no, camera. I, that's I, a brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been asked that question and actually had to give three answers instead of just going, oh, that's too hard. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It's oh, half an hour and you have to answer the questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the next one being is um, you have any track, any road in the world and you only have one car to drive on it. What would you take and where would you go? Ooh. So my favourite tracks are the three S's. I like Silverstone, Sebring and Spa. They're my favourite nice. three circuits. You've got uh, one track, baby. So I'm not, going... Not I, the three. I think, I think I've got to go Spa. It's got to be Spa for me. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm not good enough. We're not good enough yet to be able to say that we can, you know, slide classic 60s GT race cars into corners. and never had a go. Well, never had a go. You don't know until you try. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. But you see all these guys at Goodwood, like, just beautifully managing it and yeah. i just we're not quite there yet so maybe some downforce yeah <laughs> <laughs> but 
fan girl. The, <laughs> the McMurtry feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, spa for a day. Is that what you do? Any track? But he said road as well. Yeah, there's road. You go track. I would go track just because roads are variable. You, you've either got to have the road closed. I know where I'm going. I go road. Right, yeah, Karen, what's the car? What's the car? You, you I know, I, right, okay. So I know the car. This is actually a real, like, wild card long shot, but I'm going off. The only thing I can go off with is, is knowledge. And I think that, I think T50 would, as, as a sensory experience, whether it's, it, it doesn't matter about practicality or anything else, but an actual feeling through your hands, everything about it, the lot will be the most fantastic car to drive. That's pretty what we know Gordon Murray to be able to do. So I'd yeah. pick that and I would pick the road that Sam uh, did, you know, where he drove at the volcano. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he got the sun rising. I'd pick that road and I'd pick a T50. Oh, yeah. And I think I'd get to the top and I'd just go, I actually can't top that. <laughs> the, more, the, more, the more we're doing this, the more we're... We always said for ages that we had very similar taste in cars. And the more we're doing this, it's slightly splitting apart. Splitting apart. Yeah. We still see fundamentally eye to eye on quite a lot of things, but they are splitting apart. I do, so I do spa in, and I know I just said I'm not, you know, I'm definitely not strong enough to drive it, but I would have to go with some form of Group C Le Mans car. It would be... Silk Cut. It would be the Silk Cut Jaguar, probably yeah. the XJR9 or... 962, um, just because we're all about that turbo life. So, uh, both of them are choices. Yeah, all about turbo life. <laughs> um, that's going in. That's, that's, that's staying in. Uh-huh. I think, I think that would be it. Spa with a Group C car. And I'd have to have all day there so I could really get used to it and then put my foot down, skin. Oh, yeah, you've got the full 24. You've got the full 24 hours. There's a uh, team on standby yeah. with a car. Or, or, or do I go like an old touring car? No, don't change it. A DTM car, a 190E DT- I don't know. What, you know One of them. Something from the 70s, 80s or I'll 90s. I'll put six of them in a hat and you can draw it out on the day. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And, and the last the last question being, if you have one bit of advice or just any sort of um, help to someone that wanted to start a YouTube channel, wanted to be able comfortable in front of the camera, what, what would you give them? I think... First of all, again, cliche, but be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you never want... I'm a big fan of Casey Neistat, the vlogger, and he always says that the coolest thing is when you can turn the cameras off and people still... It's still you. you mm-hmm. know what I mean, you're still the same person off the camera. And another great piece of advice that we were given the other week by Charlotte Bowden, the journalist, she said... She said, you never want to say that you don't like, a, that you that you love a car in a video and then someone at the pub hear you say that you didn't actually like it because then again, that breaks that, mm-hmm. not illusion, but it breaks the, you know, the barrier between yeah. who you are, what you, how you appear on, on camera. Mm-hmm. So be yourself um, and just give it a go. This, yeah, it is. That, and it's, that is so much easier to say. Now that you've do. done it, and I, but I, and I promise you that is but that's how you, you don't you get feel. to that point, and, and unless you have a go, and also do do as many things as you can to help you with that process. You know, I I wanted to part, you know, we did the partnership because I knew that we could both bring something to it that one person couldn't. I maybe I could have picked up the camera on my own, maybe I could have, but I didn't at the end of the day. I, I, I 
pick, you know, I chose someone that I wanted to have a partnership with. I knew that we could both bring something different to the, the reality of it. I knew that we could grow from it and there'd be so many benefits. So to have people around you that, that will bring the best out of you and, and, and push you to do those things, associate yourself with those people because sometimes it isn't enough on your own and it's a, it is a massive step. It's, it's easy for us to look down six months now where we're doing these things and that's the day to day. But for a long time, it was it was like, how am I going to do this? How am yeah, I going to yeah. be? I have um, a guy I speak to every month who's sort of like a, he's like a life coach guy. And I had spoken to him maybe three years prior to starting this. And for those three years, the only thing he was working on was me getting back up and performing in front of camera. Yeah. Because I told him a lot of time what I wanted to do was get back and be a performer, whatever that came under. And it took three years before I even got to starting this. So it's it can be a slow process, but you just have to just start and don't worry about what the first one comes out like in the same sense of the first, we look back at the first one now and it's not a bad video, it's a great starting point, but there's so many things that we don't do or things that we didn't include and that you'd never know that unless you repeated the process, repeated the process, change, alter it. It's not straight to gold kind of thing. So yeah, just have a go. And it's and it's great fun. I mean, at the end of the day, we can we're 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 going to some cool car events. We're up at Bista, we're literally going to Bista Heritage straight after we get off the off the podcast. You'd be surprised how genuine people are. It yeah, all seems yeah. very cl- a closed off loop. You suddenly think, how could I drive those cars? How can I do that? But you'd be actually surprised if you show the right intention, it, the the right feeling. People will go, yeah, I'll give them a go. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. And, yeah. and that's a snowballs. Yeah, and the places like the Heritage Change, and I'm promise you, I'm not being paid to say this. <laughs> they they their attitude to just letting people come on yeah come on have a look get in it sit in it like it, mm-hmm. all these all the, the attitude of if you'd have been six at a car show and someone said do you want to sit in it your your year is made isn't it yeah so, so just letting people have a go have a go have an experience with the cars and getting up close to them is is what it's all about and that's what's really cool about it uh, yeah. but anyway we, we're steering a bit of a way steering away from the question slightly there i guess um have a go is the just, th- have a go yeah three have, words have, have a, go. a go just yeah because it's fun at the end of the day as well yeah brilliant um well, guys thank you so much ben i'll thank you for your time i really appreciate it it's been a it's been a pleasure yeah thank yeah. you very much thank you yeah, uh, brilliant. We, we yeah we, we always said that we wanted to sort of uh have a go at a podcast yeah there you go first podcast. podcast so there you go podcast yeah, one. fantastic and you were brilliant by the way great host oh thank you thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, cheers guys no, no worries thank you mate catch cheers. you soon ben and al deserve to have way more than the following they currently do if you've watched their stuff already you know that the episodes they create come from a place of genuine passion creativity and curiosity their attitude when talking about their channel is hugely humble and self-aware. I love, even though they aren't the most prominent channel, they have set their foundation to become hugely successful, if not for their mindset, but for their actions. I wish them all the best in growing and performing to wider audiences, and I hope there's something in there for you as well. Whether you want to start a YouTube channel, begin a new idea, or just funnel your creativity into a new project, for me, it's a great pleasure to speak to people like that because they are so close to my age and there's not many people that I get to speak to that are doing what they're doing, starting things up and learning and growing as they go and to speak to them and know that they're also having troubles and they're finding their own step ups like I am is is that much more of a motivation. I, I talk about wanting Ignition to become a community and I mean it 
So I ask that just if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be fantastic if you could share the podcast with just one person. Maybe they need some motivation or something just to listen to in the car. These conversations aren't necessary about the automotive industry, and I want them to help you. And the topics discussed can be applied to all walks of life. So let's just help one more person find the podcast and one more person to hopefully be informed, entertained, and inspired. Just a short note, I'm also just looking for people that want to be on the podcast. So if you are listening and you think you know someone or you yourself would be a great guest on the podcast, please email me at info at ignitionpod.com. Additionally, if you could follow us at We Are Ignition on Instagram, you can also join our community. So I'm Harry and this is the Ignition Podcast. Thank you for listening.